Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Dolores Andrew Gavin. I am an assertive and an empowerment coach, an author, a mom, and a soul care practitioner. This time we're looking at the topic around worthiness and our ability to receive. Our worthiness is closely woven with our ability to receive. We can go through life not realizing we actually have self-worth issues because they can be buried so deep and in some cases for so long that we don't even realize that they're actually sabotaging us. Our self-worth is also closely woven with our money stories and money issues and whether or not we feel worthy enough to receive money. Thankfully, the good news, of course, is that when we get to the root of our self-worth issues, we can untangle the stories and change them. Now, it's often a longer process than we think it will be. And we may think we have all our self-worth issues sorted at some stage. And then we realize that another comes along and comes to our awareness at a different stage of our life. But that's okay. Life's a journey. And once we have the ability and the tools to deal with these issues as they come up, then we are actually more empowered as we journey through our life with our emotions. One definition of worth I found online was the level at which someone or something deserves to be valued or rated. So I'm picking out the word deserve in this definition. And we can really look at and figure out our relationship with it. We can ask ourselves if we feel like we deserve love or we deserve abundance in any area of our life, we may have a story around. Now, of course, we may say, well, of course, I feel like I deserve to be paid for what I do. Or, of course, I feel like I deserve to be loved. But deep down, there may be a pattern based around an issue in our life. And if we see that there's a pattern in our stories and in an area like money or love, it's a good idea to dig around more and see if there's something there holding you back. Let's take a story around a mom who stays at home to look after her children. Some questions she could ask herself are, do I take into consideration my own value in doing this? And am I in a relationship that supports me staying at home and that supports my needs in this situation? Relationships can hit struggles when one person feels they are not getting what they feel they deserve. And power struggles can very easily manifest in relation to issues around money. On one hand, we have to look at if we're communicating our needs to another, because it's important to do this so that we get it out there in the open. We get the energy of the words out of our own body because sometimes the other person isn't aware of what we're feeling and maybe not aware as to something important that they can change. 
Of course, sometimes we don't even know what it is we want ourselves. Or we may have our own needs put down at the very end of our to-do list. Think about the symbol for the scales of justice and what they look like when they're balanced. It is an even distribution and we can liken this to any part of our life. Let's take a look at it in relation to our story around power. And you can ask, is power evenly distributed in my relationship? Is it balanced? We can look at the story around the scales of justice in relation to money and ask, is money fairly distributed? Or are love and money used in a manipulative way, swaying the scales out of balance? When we find it hard to value what we do ourselves, we can create a story of not deserving to be remunerated for what it is we do. And this may be an unconscious value that we hold on to. In other words, we don't even know that we hold it. And that's why it can often take us many years to realise what is at the root of our story. However, you probably will have had many rumblings throughout the years of holding on to this value. And perhaps resentment may have been bubbling inside you. You may even have started to become angry and not really known what or who your anger is directed at. Anger turned inwards is depression. And this can be fueled by our own self-worth when we become so fed up with the circumstances of our life that we pull inward with it. If anger is at the root of this, and we can learn to figure out what the anger and depression are trying to say to us, we figure out what the anger is really about. It could quite possibly be that you feel you're angry at yourself for allowing yourself to be in the situation you are in. And this is a huge story to hold on to. And of course, it adds that extra layer of shame or guilt when we blame ourselves. However, taking the metaphorical bull by the horns and doing something about this will dissolve our anger. It stops us going inward and allowing it to turn into depression. Because we begin to realise our self-defeating talk is only serving to keep us on the treadmill of despair. When we give anger or whatever emotion may come up for you, when we give it the space to drop, in this case, its red cloak, we can take our power back from it and can say, no, I have had enough. I have had enough of you. Or I have had enough of this situation in relation to money. I am worthy of more than this. This is what you may have heard called channeling our anger. And it's using, basically, whatever emotion is that we are holding on to, using it in a powerful way for ourselves to change the story around for us. We can stand up and say, no more. We can put up personal boundaries around ourselves and say, no, thank you. I've had enough. I choose something different now. 
wherever you are on your journey with self-worth, know that it too will pass and can pass if you stop and give it some space to do so. It's never our fault for holding on to these stories, but we can choose to change them. If you would like to find out more about the work I do, please do visit me on my corner of the web, www.celticsoulessence.com. And until next time, keep empowered.